Let us be aware that while they preach the supremacy of the state, declare its omnipotence over individual man and predict its eventual domination of all peoples on the earth, they are the focus of evil in the modern world. Democracy America will find you, and we will bring you to justice. We came, we saw, we died. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is July the 14th, 2023. This is Let's Talk About America. I have been informed uh, that it would be wise for me at the beginning of every episode to please uh, request that my lovely fans and followers like and subscribe and share every episode they can. Please follow me on Instagram at Let's Talk About America, uh, Spotify, Rumble, all those things. So now that I got that out of the way, that's kind of weird. I don't know how to do it. But today, <clears throat> I would like to talk about something that is uh, quite easy to discuss. I think it's not some uh, political or cultural phenomenon that I have to think about or dissect a little bit. It's simply being me. Now, being me, I'm not going to go into too many details about me personally, but I want—I would like to just share my experiences about the uh, oddities, difficulties, struggles that it is being an American uh, in Europe, more specifically in the Netherlands. Been living here for about a decade now, and... Um, yeah, so these are just some things I've noticed over time. Give a little insight. Uh, I made a little list here of seven things, seven things that are, I think, m- most Americans here uh, and throughout the rest of Europe could agree with. Uh, the, the number one thing, the number one thing, I don't think anybody, maybe this is just me, I don't know, uh, maybe it's just because I look like an idiot. Uh, but I think most Americans face this struggle. I say this as I'm wearing Crocs right now. I look like an American. Okay, you may ask, uh, how? How is that possible? We're all just people. Okay, we all look this. Well, guess what? No, we don't. Okay, I look like an American. And guess what? I can walk down the streets and I can be like, oh, that guy looks Somali or that guy looks uh, Japanese you know, or that guy, even he looks French. You may say, there's no way you can tell the difference between a Frenchman and a Germanman and a Dutchman and a Swedeman and a Daneman. There's no possible way. They all look the same. No, they don't. If you think they do, you're the racist. But I very clearly stand out as an American. Not only do I wear cargo shorts and tank tops, with American flags on them every day, but I wear Crocs and flip-flops everywhere I go. Uh, I always have on my my style, my clothing. It just screams like I should be drinking a beer on the beach in Jacksonville. It just, I just look like that type of, you know, that type of character. 
and you stand out. You know, you walk around here, even in the hot summer sun, these fancy-ass Dutchmen, they're walking around with their leather loafers on, their tight, skinny jeans, their blazer, suit jacket, button-up shirt with a tie, trying to look all fancy and fashionable. Everybody here thinks they're walking down the streets of Milan during Fashion Week. I, on the other hand, look like the best-dressed person at a redneck wedding, which, in my opinion, is a nice thing, but here it doesn't hold water so well. I think the the ladies, uh, the American ladies, have it a bit more, uh, have it a bit easier trying to blend in with the with the common folk here. I mean, you could just you know you put on a nice little dress and hop on a bicycle, and there you go, you blend right in. I seem to find difficulty in this, even when I try to dress uh, very Dutch. I just stand out. Maybe it's the cowboy boots. I'm not sure, but people just know. They just assume. Um, but I think it, it gets even worse, you know, you go to France or Italy and the clothing gets gayer, you stand out more. It just, it gets harder and harder, you know, the more, the more you get into Europe. But, so I got it kind of easy over here in the Netherlands. Another thing that I think we can all agree on, every American in Europe, you feel like a fat ass everywhere you go any restaurant you go to you just feel like a fat ass uh you know you sit down you're like "Ooh, i might have me uh order a fries or to order an onion rings or a plate of this or you know just a bite of that to start off and then they bring you out you know these tiny little portions these tiny little skinny man portions and i'm not a i'm not a fat man i'm not a you know i'm not a, a big guy i'm big but i'm not fat but they bring out these little bitty portions and I, you know, I have to order like three or four of them just to, just to get my fingers greasy. And it makes me feel like a fat ass. It makes me feel like if I'm back in Tennessee, I need to order one appetizer, you know, one, one little snack to start off with. Well, here you got to order three or four and I'm, I'm not a numbers man, but I know that four is bigger than one. So it just hurts. There's something deep down in my brain where it hurts me. My brain isn't built for that. It isn't built for big numbers, okay? After two or three, I start losing count. And then I just, I, I let myself go, and the next morning, I'm hanging over the toilet, regretting yesterday's decisions. And it's, and it's not just the food, it's, the again, the clothes. There's a reason why I wear Crocs and cargo shorts. You can't, have you tried buying these Italian fashion brands at the shops here? I, who are they making this shit for? Jack Skeleton? I don't I don't get it. They act like everybody that's going in to buy these pants is a Jonas brother or something. I, I'm not a supermodel. I can't wear this shit, you know? I literally I'm stuck where I've been wearing the same pair of swimming trunks all summer because they have an elastic band that's very durable. So I, f- I just feel like a fat ass everywhere I go. And let please ladies, if you're an American lady, you hear this, tell me your opinion because I'm I'm purely speaking from a man's perspective here, but it's, it's rough. It's rough. I, I just feel like a hobbling hill giant running around the, the hinterlands here. But also, <clears throat> on top of feeling like a, a fat ass and a overly obnoxious American, which I take pride in that label, I do feel like a dumbass everywhere I go. An absolute dumbass. Because there are just things that I don't understand. Uh, 
simply why would you use mayonnaise with your french fries and there must be a reason there must be a reason but i don't understand it. it it is above me it has gone so far over my head that i cannot grasp it and it's just one of those mysteries that i've i've come to accept also the people here they they talk about strange things like war and politics and the essence of reality and why are we things like that crazy things like that I, I can't hang on to that type of conversation I mean my god I, I, I barely know what last week's baseball scores were and you want me to talk about why Hoofer Hoofer Copper is running for prime minister again I don't no, I don't care. It makes me feel dumb because you're trying to make me talk about those silly things. But on the flip side of that, another thing that you have to deal with is that you feel like a genius everywhere you go. Because I think a lot of Americans have this concept where uh, Europeans are sophisticated and smart and they all smoke cigarettes and drink coffee and read big books in many languages. Uh, uh, that's all only half true. They smoke bitch cigarettes. Uh, I don't know where they get them or who makes them, but they're not as strong as Philip Morris can create. They don't drink coffee. They drink espressos. So they drink like a piece of a coffee, which I don't know who scammed them at it into this idea, paying full price for just a piece of a coffee. So that's stupid. They do read big books, but they're mostly picture books and they're not in many languages. They're in subpar languages. Nobody's reading War and Peace in English or in Russian. They're all reading uh, little spot runs in fucking Frisian or some old dying language that nobody cares about anyway. People think it's cool here to speak a language that nobody else speaks. Well, level up, bro. Like, why are you still speaking Dutch? It doesn't make sense. Speak a real language. Talk to the rest of the world. Okay? Learn Chinese. But, you know, hanging, hanging around people who look intelligent but are actually not as intelligent as they portray themselves, it does give you a bit of a confidence boost. Uh, it's, it's kind of the exact opposite of whenever you look at somebody and you think they're really dumb. But then they surprise you, and they're actually very intelligent. Most Europeans are the exact opposite. They they look very smart. They look like they they do have many degrees because degrees are free here. <laughs> you don't have to pay for them. You don't have to work for them. They're just free. The government hands them out left and right. So everybody has a degree, a couple of degrees, uh, and they dress like it too because they all have fancy bullshit jobs where they don't do anything. They just it's just a it's just like a corporate ditch digging job you just show up they hand you a, a piece of paper and a pen and you sit down at your desk and you leave every day trust me i know this my best friend here a dutchman has an insane government job absolutely retarded i've never even seen him wear shoes with shoelaces okay i don't think he can tie his shoes but somehow the government trusts him so that yeah the they're very good about disguising their ineptitude <clears throat> Also, on that, there are no sports, okay? Now, yeah, you got soccer, and that's it. 
But like I said, there's no sports. There's no gentlemanly competition, especially here. Maybe, okay, maybe you go to England, Ireland, whatever. You got some rugby. You got some Gaelic football. You know, those are real, real sports. Every now and then you got some ice hockey over in the east. But as it is in Western Germany and Central, or in Western Europe and Central Europe, so Germany, uh, Austria, the Netherlands, Switzerland, there's no real sports. It's soccer. That's all they know how to do. Maybe the old people play tennis or golf, but it's soccer. There's no baseball. There's no football. Basketball is like, that's just what the kids do to try to make it out of Europe. It doesn't make any sense. You would think with all these tall, athletic people in this country, they'd be good at something other than kicking a rock around. I don't get it. And they don't know anything. I think, again, back to my other point, I think they're too stupid to understand the rules of a more complex game than soccer. All they know is kick it in one direction. If it goes behind you, you fucked up. I don't think they have the ability to do more than that but you know i don't they like it they enjoy it so i'm gonna leave that one as it is i'm not gonna try to impose i'm not gonna enforce uh wonderful concepts of sportsmanship of competition i'm not gonna try to do any of that i I don't want football coming to europe you know i don't want them to make it gayer than it already is uh and on that topic the people are all gay all gay they're all gay if you if if you find like if you find a european who says they're straight they're lying they're all gay comparatively all gay and i don't mean gay in a bad way i don't mean homosexual sure that doesn't bother me they're just gay like have you seen who can wear leather shoes that tight all the time without being gay I don't get it. Like my toes would fall off. I f- Maybe I just have hobbit feet, but my toes would fall off if I tried to wear the gay little shoes that I see Frenchmen running around in every day. You see all these videos where they're riding in Paris? They're doing that in $500 outfits. Okay? They've got Italian leather loafers, French jeans, and some fancy designer sweater I can't even pronounce the name of. They're, that's how they riot. I, I, I don't get it. Even even the women are gay. Even even the women are are gay. I don't get that. Like, how can a woman be so gay? But then, if you call them gay to their face, they'll be like, "Yeah, thank you, Donkey Vale." They they take it as a sign of pride uh, because I don't know. It's it's kind of like. I think all of Europe didn't experience the 90s somehow. They just forgot like the whole 90s. So all of us in America who grew up just being like, yo, that's gay. Like they forgot that they'd ceased to exist before the European Union formed. Europe didn't exist. I don't know if you knew that. It's in the history books. Go read it. Uh, yeah. Oh, but here's the worst one. The absolute best. Every single person, every American knows this. It's a problem anywhere in the world you go, but in Europe especially because for some reason the Europeans have this ability to think that they're a little bit smarter than the average bear. 
they will blame you for every problem that the world has ever faced. You are their American totem pole. I get treated here like I'm fucking Dick Cheney in a Donald Trump suit. They act like everything America has ever done to anyone in history, globally, that I'm responsible. It's my fault. I did it. I I was there. I pressed the button. I made the phone call. It was all me. And if you get into any sort of debate or argument, political argument, religious argument, uh, instantly, you might as well be running for fucking president of the country because everyone in the room is going to point to you and say, it's your fault. We did nothing. It's the Americans and you're America. You are America. You, you might as well. I, I got bitched at one time, mind you, for the guards beating people and torturing people in Guantanamo Bay. I had a guy say it was actually my fault because as an American, I, I allowed it to happen. Okay. I was 13 when all that was going on, (laughs) but this guy would not understand that as a 13 year old in the middle of Tennessee, I had no idea what the guards in Guantanamo Bay were doing to a bunch of Afghanis. I had no idea, but the dude got drunk and went home with the thought in his head that I was responsible for it all. I'm the one who, uh, who pulled their toenails out. I did it all. And yeah, you just got to deal with it, but it does make for a exciting conversation because there's nothing like having three drunk little Frenchmen scream at you about war crimes in Iraq. Uh, meanwhile, their city's burning down. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Paris is a lovely city. I'm actually very sad about that. But it, yeah, it, it does get, after a while, it gets a little bit frustrating, so... You know, every time Donald Trump says something silly on Twitter, immediately everyone's sending it to me like, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? I just, most of the time, I'm just like, I had no idea it even happened until now that you brought it to my attention. Thank you for dragging me back into this nonsense. But that that's the role we play. I feel like every American expat should be granted uh, diplomatic status. By the State Department, because we have to deal with more shit than the than the diplomats do. They get to sit in the building all day and take appointments. They don't have to deal with any bullshit. Yeah, I mean, protests and personal protests and arguments I've had to deal with from again dumb Europeans. Yeah, I want I want the I want the diplomatic immunity as well. Let me smack some people around next time they bitch at me about Afghanistan. I don't want to have to deal with the repercussions, but no, our diplomats, they just get to sit in the embassies and the consulates and not have to deal with anything. But it, again, makes for great conversation, thickens the skin a bit, you know, and I'm, I'm all about it. If you can't take a joke, you know, don't, don't fuck around. Can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen type of fellow. So I enjoy it. I mock it, but I enjoy it. And I've never had anybody, uh, say anything so bad that I I just got angry or didn't want to deal with it anymore. It's all in good fun. I'll take it as long as I can dish it. Um, that said, 
I do find it funny whenever my uh, European cohorts they go to they go visit America and then they come back and they're just in love, like they're absolutely enamored with the country. Like I, I know I know people who have talked so much shit about America and then they go for like a month or two, then they come back and they're just like, oh, it's the greatest place in the world. I've never once, never once in my life met an American who finally went to go see the Eiffel Tower and then went back home and was just like, I got to move there. I got to live there. No. Everybody wants to vacation in Europe, but nobody wants to live there. That's silly. Who would want to live in a place like this? The sun never shines. You know, the food's never cooked all the way through. The people never quit complaining. Nobody just stops, leans back and sips a cup of tea and watches the sun go down. I miss the simplicity of of life in America. But anyway, those are just random things that I've uh, noticed are not issues, but just things you deal with every day, almost every day. Um, there'll be more to come. And again, please uh, like and subscribe to the channel. Please share it with anybody you think might be interested. I will be starting my videos, my video episodes very soon. Uh, not sure if it'll be in the next couple of episodes or maybe the next like 10 episodes, but in the next couple of weeks, I will be starting video episodes. Then you will get to see the the ragged face behind the sultry voice and please don't turn your channels whenever it comes on I'm not that terrifying and hopefully I'll get my guest on pretty soon uh, they're all a bit bullshitty so like I said Europeans what can you do but anyway thank you for listening and that has been my thoughts for today goodbye <laughs>